from Arsenal Audible. My name is Nathan Phillips, and this is your preview of Arsenal versus Everton. Today, we head to Goodison Park, and we haven't won there since 2017, which is hard to believe, but I would say the odds are in our favor today. Most of the team is fit. Jurian Timber, Mohamed El Neni, of course, are out, as well as Thomas Partey, who is missing from his groin injury. And Everton do have a certain striker, Dominic Calvin-Lewin, returning from injury, but still, this should be three easy points for Arsenal. Knock on wood. Let's see what Jonathan Rogers has to say on Arsenal.com. And this is your Arsenal versus Everton preview by Jonathan Rogers for Arsenal.com. Following the season's first international break, we return to Premier League action on Sunday when we head to Everton, hoping to end our away day blues at Goodison Park. Last season's 1-0 defeat to Sean Dyche's first game in charge meant we tasted defeat on each of our last three visits, all by a single goal, with our last victory coming back in October of 2017. But we head into this particular meeting, riding high on the euphoria of beating Manchester United last time out, and this game coming ahead of our Champions League return and the North London derby, we'll hope our momentum and feel-good factor is maintained heading into a big week. Dyche's team go into this weekend as one of five teams in the division, still searching for a first win. They taste a defeat against Fulham, Aston Villa, and Wolves, before salvaging a point at Sheffield United last time out. Their home form has been dismal having won one of their last six on their own patch, which came in the crunch, final day meeting with Bournemouth that saw them avoiding relegation by the skid of their teeth. A lack of goals continued to cause Dyche headaches, as his team have failed to score more than once in any of their last 15 matches at Goodison, registered two goals this season despite boasting an XG of 7.3. He will be hoping that the new £26 million striker Beto can change their fortunes, who has already saved them from an embarrassing League Cup exit at the hand of Doncaster Rovers. But with finances tight, just Beto and the 19-year-old Yusuf Chermetti were purchased for fees over the summer, while Don Juma, Harrison, and Ashley Young also arrived. Meanwhile, big names including Yuri Mina, Tom Davies, Moise Keane, Neil Malpe, Alexis Awobi, and Damari Gray were all allowed to depart as the Tobies recoup a fee of £44 million in the transfer market. Looking ahead to the match, Arteta had this to say, Our record speaks for itself. In the last six years, we haven't won there, so we're going to have to earn it. And we know that we're going to be our best to beat them there, and it's something that we haven't managed to do, so that's where we're going to start. Obviously, I have a big emotional attachment to that football club. The way they treated me and the years that I spent there, the incredible memories that I have, so always grateful. It was a big, big part of my playing career, and now as a coach, I have to play against them. And obviously, I want to beat them. Sean Dyche had this to say. The oddest thing so far this season has been the performance level against the points on the board. We want the performance level to stay high. The basic structure and work ethic of the team has to be good, particularly against sides like Arsenal, who have had a good start. The biggest challenge so far this season is the number of key moments we've had, and we haven't been clinical enough to take hold of games at key times. We showed last season that, when the team's in good shape and committed to the cause, like we were in that first game against Arsenal, a big moment. Every player's nose is pointing in the right direction, as everyone is playing on the edge. Adrian Clark's analysis is this, is, is, is blah, my, up, my fucking... Now let's take a look at Adrian Clark's analysis 
There will be few surprises in the way Everton approaches Clash. They will almost certainly line up in a 4-5-1 shape, with a powerful and athletic engine room trio of Guaya, Onana, and Dukori forming a solid platform. With a 6-foot, 4-inch Beto leading the line, we should expect to deal with plenty of long balls, as Luton Town and Sheffield United are the only teams in the division who average more than Everton's 59 per match. We conceded from a corner kick in last season's loss on Merseyside, and Dyche will no doubt look to hurt us from set-piece situations once again. One of their two league goals this term arrived from a set play, and Brentford are currently the only top-flight outfit to have amassed more shots than Everton from dead balls. Full concentration will be required when defending corners and wide free kicks. The biggest eye-catcher has been 21-year-old central defender Jared Branthwaite. The youngster, who has yet to be dribbled past by an opponent this season, is averaging 4.5 successful aerial duels per 90 minutes and is regaining possession 8.5 times per 90 minutes more than any other Premier League centre-back. The Toffees are sure to be aggressive all over the pitch. Only Wolves have won more tackles. And, aside from set-pieces, they will offer their biggest threat from counter-attacks. Using the pace of Don Juba and possibly Dwight McNeil out wide, they have the ability to break at speed. Registering seven shots from fast breaks already, we must cope well with transitions. For team news, Thomas Party will continue to be missing after picking up a groin injury in the build-up to the Manchester United game, and the midfielder joins long-term injury victim Jurian Timber on the sidelines. However, Mohamed Elneny has been back in training as he continues his progression from the knee injury he sustained back in the winter. Dyche has been boosted with the news that Dominic Calvert-Lewin is fit and available after recovering from a facial injury. Jared Branthwaite withdrew from England under-20s with a groin injury problem, but he's fine for this game, as are Michael Keane and Lewis Dobbin, who missed the Sheffield United game with Knox. Recent recruits Harrison and Tremiti are struggling with hip and groin issues, but the former has returned to training, but is an expected feature. Andre Gomez, Deli Ali, and Seamus Coleman will definitely be out. Everton have won four of their last five home league games against us, including the last three in a row. They last won four consecutively against us between March 1910 and March of 1913. We have won 100 of our 204 meetings with Everton in English Football League, the most any team has beaten another. Both of Everton's home games this season have been 1-0 defeats. Only three times in their league history have they lost each of their first three at Goodison Park, while only in 2005 and 2006 did they fail to score a single goal. Since the start of last season, we have kept 11 away clean sheets, more than any other side in the Premier League. We've also won a joint league high 13 games on the road, while only Manchester City have conceded fewer goals in our 18. We have scored 15 times from corners since the start of last season, the most in the division. However, of the 17 ever-present teams in that time, only Liverpool, two, have conceded fewer such goals than Everton at four. Dyche has won just two of his 16 league matches against us. He's drawn three and lost 11, with his size scoring just seven times in those matches and never more than once. Gabriel Jesus has scored eight goals in just nine Premier League appearances against Everton, more than he has against any other opponent. Indeed, the Brazilian averages a goal every 71 minutes against them, the best rate of any player to play 500 plus minutes against the Toffees. Dajuma has scored in his last two appearances for Everton in all competitions, having netted in just two of his first 32 games with Premier League clubs, including spells with Bournemouth and Tottenham.
since the start of last season, only Erling Holland at 17 and Harry Kane at 16 have scored more Premier League away goals than Martin Odegaard at 10. The officials this week, well, this will be the fourth time that Simon Hooper has overseen a Gunners game, with the previous three coming last season when we beat Nottingham Forest at home, Aston Villa away, and drawing with Southampton at the Emirates Stadium. He was also a relatively lucky omen for Everton last term, who won three of the four games he took charge of. He was also pretty lenient in 2022 and 23, showing just one red card in 29 matches in the top flight. Simon Hooper will be the main referee, assisted by Adrian Holmes and Simon Long. Our fourth official will be Anthony Taylor. On VAR will be Stuart Atwell, assisted by Newark Greenline. We have to go back to October of 2017 for our last win at the famous old stadium, when we recorded a 5-2 success with five different players getting on the score sheet. However, our last three visits have ended in defeat, and last season, James Tarkowski's header ensured Dyche got off to a winning start back in February, a game the host went into winless in their last 11 matches, as we suffered just our second league loss of the campaign. The season before, we saw Richarlison and Gray net late to record a 2-1 win, while Mina struck the winner to record the same scoreline in 2022. But such is the turnover in players at Everton in recent years, none of those three are still at the club. This has been a recording by Arsenal Audible. Thank you for listening along.